So if you remember last few weeks, we have been studying from the book of Hebrews about faith. We've been studying about the great heroes of faith from the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11 deals with the great heroes of faith from the Old Testament. On the first day, we learned about the faith of Abel, the son of Adam and Eve. And Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 4, By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness and he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it he being dead still speaks. You know, Abel was a man of faith, and we understood how he got this faith. Probably we believed that Adam and Eve probably would have told Abel and Cain about the creation, the way God created them, and the way God established them in the, in the Garden of Eden. And probably, Lord appreciating Abel for his uh, offering or for his gift, the reason may be, when God spoke to Abel and Cain through Adam and Eve, Abel just believed it. But Cain couldn't believe it. Abel just believed it and God acknowledged his belief in God. And that's why probably God accepted the offering of Abel. Secondly, we saw in Hebrew 11.5, By faith, Enoch walked with God without seeing death. He was caught up into heaven. And we were trying to understand from where he got such a faith in God. You know, Bible also says, Enoch walked with God for 300 long years and he was talking to God. He was trying to understand who God is and what God can do in his life. And probably that's the reason, you know, he was taken up into heaven without seeing the death. We also believe that probably along his walk with God, God would have revealed some of the New Testament faiths to believes to Enoch. And he believed it because Bible says in Jude, uh, verse 14 and 15 Bible says Enoch even prophesied about the judgment of God and about the second coming of God and how he came to know about such an Old Testament, New Testament truth even when he was living 5000 years back you know before even the coming of the Lord and how he came to know about such a truth and we understood probably along his, with his walk with God, God opened up some of the New Testament things which God is planning to do eventually in the future and God would have told him about the rapture, the secret coming of the Lord to, to take the church into heaven and he would have told about the eternal life God can offer to any child of God and Enoch would have believed it and he would have accepted it and he said Lord I want to experience those things in my life, I know for sure I'm not going to live you know 5000 years later but now I want to experience those blessings in my life and he would have asked God, Lord, take me away the way you are going to take your church into heaven. You know, that's what we believe so because his father lived 900 plus years, his son lived 900 plus years, but Enoch lived only 365 years. God took him away without seeing death. Bible says it is all because of his faith. And last week we saw about the life of Noah. We talked about three important facts. That he demonstrated three important you know, truths in his life. 
that resembles or that represents the faith of God, faith he had in God. Bible says he was divinely warned of the things which are yet to come. And we understood even today God is warning to us, God is speaking to us some of the things which are about to happen in our life. You know when we see dreams, when we see visions, when we hear the word of God. You know sometimes God warns us and this is what is about to come. And God makes us to pray for those things so that it may not come in our lifetime. And God was doing so in the life of Noah. And Bible says he moved with godly fear. When he came to know the things which is about to happen God said you go and make an ark and I'm going to send rain over this earth. Noah had never clue about the rain because it was not raining before and that was the first time it was about to rain but Bible says he believed it and he moved forward and Bible says he moved with godly fear. You know Noah had a fear of God and what he did he prepared an ark for the saving of his house and his household and we were trying to understand as Noah prepared that ark to save his family today God is asking us to prepare an ark a spiritual ark so that our soul and our souls of the loved ones may be saved from the eternal destruction from the hell and today we are going to see another heroic figure in the list of uh, the great heroes listed in the faith hall of fame in Hebrew 11 his name is Abraham Abraham demonstrated his faith quite a few times in the Bible you know we have so many stories to read about Abraham and his truth about faith about God you know Bible says he walked out of the place where he was living by faith and he took his son Isaac to sacrifice him on the mound by faith you know there are so many occasions we see and he believed when God said you are going to have a child he believed even at the old age he believed so and it happened to him you know he's just a man of faith even people used to call Abraham as the father of faith and today we are going to spend some time to know how Abraham you know displayed demonstrated his faith on God and today I'm sure God is expecting us to do the same thing in our lives Abraham demonstrated his faith throughout the Bible in the Old Testament and in the New Testament we have reference to reference to it but unlike Abel and Enoch the life of Abraham is addressed very detailedly in scripture you know as we will note Abraham did not come from a godly family Bible says his father was an idol worshipper you know some of us have got born to Christian parents some of us are not you know for some of us God has given the privilege of you know being born in a Christian family but some of us you know even though we were born to non-Christian families but God is so loving so kindful you know somewhere along the line he proved to us that he is a God he is a real God you know that's why we are here today and our God does things even in the life of Abraham even though he was not from a godly family his father was an idol worshipper you know Abraham was brought up in such an atmosphere such a home you know where uh, heathenic worship and ungodly things were happening in his life 
he was brought up in the childhood with such an idea about his mind probably when Abraham is there at his home as a little boy if you go and ask Abraham can you show me where is your God he would have taken us to the you know the inner room in his house and showed all the idols in his house and shows that showed that you know these are my gods and goddesses but now as an old man when Abraham God called him out of that place if you go and ask Abraham can you show me where is your God you know he would have showed my God is in heaven my God is in heaven you know Abraham's life he had no opportunity to know or to know about God like our children are knowing about God even at the little age they ha- they have an opportunity to study the scriptures even at this young age but Abraham was not you know, yet though he was born in a home of pagan idolaters, you know, he became a great man of God and he set an example how anyone on this earth can walk with God. Let's read, let's go back to Genesis where the history is recorded. Genesis chapter 11, Genesis chapter 11, verse 31 and 32. Genesis 30, uh, chapter 11 verse 32 And Terah took his son Abraham and his grandson Lot the son of Haran and his daughter-in-law Sarai his son Abraham's wife and they went out with them from Ur of Chaldeans to go to the land of Canaan and they came to Haran and dwelt there so the days of Terah were 205 years and Terah died in Haran. You know God is bringing that family out of that idol worship. And now if we can go to chapter 12, the next chapter verse says, Now the Lord had said to Abraham, get out of your country, get out of your family and from your father's house to your land that I will show you I will make you a great nation I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him those who curse you and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed and verse 4 says the moment he received the word of God so Abraham departed and the Lord had spoken as the Lord has spoken to him and Lot went with him and Abraham was Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran Abraham was 75 years old when God called him to get out of his father's house now we read as the writer of Hebrew writes it and we read that in Hebrew chapter 11 verse 8 by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out of the place which he would receive as an inheritance and he went out not knowing where he was going by faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob their heirs with him of the same promise for he waited for the city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God you know Bible records in Hebrew chapter 11 what kind of faith Abraham had in the Lord you know we see four aspects of the faith of Abraham that's what we I want to talk about today we see them in the scriptures as we read from Hebrew chapter 11 first of all verse 8 says by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out of the place 
You know, what a coincidence. Yesterday, we spoke about the call upon the life of Elijah. Today, God is talking to us about the call of Abraham. I think it's a coincidence because we have been studying one after another and today last week we dealt with Noah and today we are dealing with Abraham and he was called out of his nation. You know when Abraham was called out to get out of his country as we read in Genesis he obeyed immediately and Bible says by faith Abraham obeyed. By faith Abraham obeyed the call of God. The first aspect we want to talk about today is the obedience of his faith. You know obedience is the first step of faith. You know if we say that we believe in God we obey. You know why we are here today Sunday morning? We obey to the call of God in our lives. Otherwise we don't need to be here. You know we can spend our time maybe we can just sleep. You know there are many are still asleep like maybe your friends. You know the young boys they like to sleep a lot and I used to sleep 12 hours 6 to 16 hours when I was young. I remember the days when I slept 16 hours together. Now it's hardly sleep, you know, for 6 hours or 4 hours or 6 hours. You know, it's, it's good to sleep when we really get a chance to sleep. Right? Yes, Dan is saying yes. <laughs> you know, to go, we need to go and wake him up at 9, 8, 8.45 or 8.30. Dan, get ready because you are doing the worship today. <laughs> you know, it is good. But why we are here today? Because we know the call of God in our lives. We show the obedience to God. You know, it's not for a man. It's not that we gain something in our life. We know God has called us and we obey to God. In Romans 6, chapter verse 16, if we read, Romans 6, verse 16, Bible says, Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey? You are the ones slaves whom you obey whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. You know what Paul is writing here. He's saying if you obey to someone you are identifying yourself as a slave to that person. You know then only you will obey. You know the slaves will obey to the masters without any condition. If the master says do something and they will not ask questions why we need to do that, it will be done. You know today we don't see that kind of slavery on this earth. There may be something going on in other part of the globe but at least in our countries we don't see that. You know we work in companies and we have managers and we have authorities above us. When they ask us to say something, we can ask them, we have the freedom to ask them why we need to do that. And they will explain us why we need to do that. If we are not convinced, sometimes we go back and tell them that no I don't think we need to do this right and same thing in the church too when the pastor says something we have the freedom there right it's not that you need to just obey blindly and you have the freedom Bible says so and why are you saying that to me Bible talked to me in this today in this way and why are you saying and the pastor is expected to explain you why it is important we have the freedom but a slave doesn't have a freedom at all whatever the master says he has to obey the first thing is expected out of a slave is obedience are we not slaves of God do you think so sometimes we are slaves of God why we just obey whatever the master says we call him master why because we believe we are the slaves you know but you know our father our God is such a nice God he doesn't want to put us in, the, in that position of a slave he calls us he calls us 
how he calls us sons and daughters and he calls us our friend his friend he calls us his friend you know how the friends they share things together the way God treats us as a friend thank God that we are not slaves to God of course we are we want to obey to our master you know slave is the one who obeys to the master you know it takes so much when we want to obey to somebody and it takes so much for Abraham when God said you just move out of this nation it took so much for Abraham to get out of his own place and Bible says he was 75 when God is asking him to move out of this you know his own country you know when we were trying to get our parents over here to this nation I had a tough time to convince my dad no, I, my mom agreed but my dad never agreed many times we tried myself and my brother we spoke to him you need to come and visit us at least he never agreed I sometimes believe you know probably that's the reason God took him away you know without even bringing him to this nation he never agreed he said I don't think I can travel you know I'm 76 78 I don't think now I can travel and come to this nation that nation I won't fit there I won't fit in that culture I cannot handle you know sometimes he even even asked do you think that you can take me and close me and put me and close me in, in an ice box is that you are thinking is that your idea you know he felt Canada is you know full of ice everywhere you know it is very difficult to move somebody at that age Abraham was 75 years and Bible says the moment God called him no matter what it is he just obeyed the call of God it, take, it took so much courage to leave his own people and to go to an unknown place God didn't say that you are going to that particular place God asked him you just go out of your place and go to the nation I am showing you it took so much to Abraham to change the practices of worship worshipping the idols and to go and worship the, worship the living God you know most of us are from the country where the idol worship is going on it is very hard to believe you know not seeing anyone in front of you and you still say that God and you still call upon his name and call him Abba Father Jesus and the Spirit of God it is very hard to believe but Abraham coming out of that idol worship he believed God and he walked as the Lord was leading him it took so much to Abraham it took so courage and integrity of heart to live in tents to leave the houses and the huge buildings and the very strong buildings and Bible says Abraham lived in tents with Isaac and Jacob you know it took it takes so much in our lives but Abraham was willing to obey A.W. Tozer he says the man that believes will obey failure to obey is convincing proof that there is no true faith present to attempt the impossible God impossible God must give faith or there will be there will be done and he gives faith to the obedient heart only if we say that we believe in God we will obey if we don't believe if we don't obey that means we don't have belief we don't have faith in God D.L. Moody is a mighty man of God he said some point of time obedience means marching right on whether we feel like it or not many times we go against our feelings faith is one thing 
feeling is another thing. He says obedience means marching right on where we feel like it or not. It doesn't matter as I said yesterday whether you feel it whether you that's what you want to do it that's what you want to do or not it's not the faith faith and he says many times we go against our feelings faith is one thing and feeling is another thing you know most of the time we want to go by what we feel like doing it but word of God says that's not faith feeling is not faith you know faith what is the definition of faith Hebrew 11 1 says faith is the substance of things hoped for and faith is the evidence of things not seen and I would put this way faith is the substance of things hoped for in the future you hope for an eternal life you hope to see God at some point of time in your life when you are in a, when you are into eternity we hope the hell and heaven is so true that's why we try to walk like a child of God children of God and we hope for those things in the future and faith is also evidence of things which are not seen you know Bible says word of God says clearly all that we see today everything was created from nothing by the word of God and we believe and these are the evidences that God created when you go out and see the enjoy the you know, the, 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 you know the, the beauty of this world we know that God created this world how do we know because these are the evidences of God's you know beauty and God's power and faith is not feeling faith is not seeing faith is moving on in obedience to God secondly what of God says in Hebrew chapter 11 verse 8 by faith he went out not knowing where he was going by faith Abraham and God called him he obeyed and he went out without knowing where he is going you know faith doesn't tell us our destiny not even the path to reach the destination all that faith tells us is to start this is my quote the faith doesn't tell your destiny you know when you want to start our life in faith in God it doesn't really tell us what we will end our life with it doesn't even tell the path in which we need to walk but it tells us one thing it tells us to start you know unless we start we will never reach our destiny unless we start moving in this life of faith we will now we will not know what is what is faith and we will never reach our destination and God is expecting us to start and Bible says Abraham went out not knowing where he was going faith is going without knowing faith is going without knowing faith is like traveling in a long tunnel hoping that there will be an end you know some of our countries and even in this nation we have big tunnels huge tunnels and there is one in Washington which we used to travel you know that tunnel starts and it takes a while to reach the end of the tunnel and we believe that there will be an end we doesn't want to travel in the tunnel for long hours together and we cannot afford to do that we want to see the end of it and especially children the moment they get into the tunnel you know they will be just waiting to the see the lights 
right so it is our life on this earth is like this every time when we get onto that car every time when we we get onto the drive of faith on this earth we want to see the end of it and by faith we will see the end of it abraham moved out of his nation believing in god that without knowing where he was going you know there was no way abraham knew where he was going because god didn't tell him all that god told him you come out of this land you know when god told him to move you know probably he we know that now he asked him to move to canaan because that is a blessed land god didn't tell him in the beginning he told just come out and just walk and as i show you i will just show you one step at a time and then you walk you continue your walk you know abraham probably when god called him he couldn't contact with the local canadian sorry local local canaan uh, chamber of commerce to find out how is the business opportunities in canaan you know i'm moving from ur of chaldeans and god is asking me to go to canaan okay let me make a phone call to find out how is the business opportunity there in that place he couldn't do that you know when god told him to move he couldn't even pick up the phone to find out the best school available in the neighborhood where he is going to live so that he can put jacob and isaac in that school and ask him ask them to sorry isaac in that school and ask you know uh, them to learn and study there he didn't have an opportunity because he didn't know where he is going when god told him to move he couldn't you know get onto the weather that weathernetwork.com and to find out how is the weather in canaan no it's not possible for abraham because he didn't know where he is going when god told him to move he couldn't you know even abraham couldn't get the newspaper classified to find the price of the real estate in canaan so that he can go and buy a house and you know dwell there it was not possible because abraham did not know all this because god didn't tell him where he is going you know what is that god is telling us today i'm sure god is speaking to our lives into our lives what is god really telling us is he asking us to do something in our life or is he asking us to move from one place to another you know what is god asking in our lives you know we need to find out from god every time god is telling us to do something throughout the bible we see the, the, the instructions of god and the actions from human you know whole bible is recorded like this wherever you go they receive an instruction from god and they they, they do it when paul was doing during his ministry journey his missionary journey every time he has received the instruction go from here or not go to this place and he was just moving along as he was getting the instruction and today we may think that i don't have any clue in my life what god wants me to do i know that god is in work in my life i don't know what god is expecting really expecting in my life and i want to tell you one thing it's not just you alone abraham went through the same thing abraham went through the same thing he didn't have any idea where he was going you know today the word of god is here to encourage you let's move on the third aspect of abraham's faith we see in verse 3 sorry in verse 8 by faith verse 9 sorry about that by faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country by faith he dwelt as if he is dwelling in a foreign country dwelling in tents with isaac 
and Jacob their heirs with him of the same promise. Abraham by faith he dwelt in the foreign land as a stranger. Not only Abraham obeyed the call of God by faith, not only he went out of his nation and start walking uh, as the Lord showed him, but Abraham also by faith he dwelt in the land of promise. We read that in Hebrew 11 verse 13. Let's go to verse 13. What, let's find out what does it say. Verse 13 says, as you know, specific thing, Hebrew 11, verse 13, the same book, same chapter. Verse 13 says, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. You know, all these men of faith, as Abraham is saying here, by faith he dwelt in the land of promise as a foreign country. You know, he had a strange feeling as Abraham is moving forward to that Canaan. And that what is the strange, strange feeling? He got a feeling that he is in a foreign nation. You know, when we live on this earth, even though some of us are permanent residents in this nation, some of us are visitors, are students, are citizens of this nation, at times don't you get that strange feeling that we are in a strange place? All of us get that feeling, we are in a strange place. You know, some of us are away from home for a long time. And even though you, you think that you are forgotten your home, but the once you go back to your home, and where somebody is there or not, we go back to that home and be there for 2-3 days, you have a real feeling that yes, you are back home. It doesn't matter how long it is. You know, we feel that at times we are living in a strange land. The Bible says Abraham dwelt in the foreign land as a stranger. Now when the writer of Peter, when Peter writes that in his epistles, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11 and 12, if we can read, I want to read it from NLT, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. He says, Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners, to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. You know, Peter says, he's addressing that to the temporary residents and, uh, uh, and the foreigners in that nation. You are living a foreign, as a foreigner, as a temporary you know, situation you are in. But you live godly. Because your ungodly neighbors will look at you, how you behave yourself. And it is, I'm sure it is true for you know, such an, our young boys here. They are living in a place, they are all together. They are living together in an apartments. You know, as they live together, the people who don't believe in God, they are watching their behavior. How they behave, how they speak. You know, what do they enjoy really in their lives? You know, God, they, want, they are trying to see something godly. You know, today that's what the world is looking at us. You know, we used to say that they may not read the Bible, but they read our lives. They may not read the word of God, but they read our lives to know who God is. You know, there is a strong desire in 
every life to know the real God and the world is seeking after that God you know they are they are not hesitating to do certain things in their lives to seek after the real God true God and they are seeking after God in our own lives and Abraham felt that he is a stranger in that land I remember a song it's a very well-known song written by Jim Reeves and he says this world is not my home I'm just a passing through my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue the angels beckon me from heaven's open door and I can't feel at home in this world anymore and he says oh Lord you know I have no friend like you if heaven is not my home then Lord what will I do the angels beckon me from heaven's open door and I can't feel at home in this world anymore and he says I have a loving mother and I would like, like to sing that I have a loving father just over in glory land and I don't expect to stop until I shake his hand he's waiting now for me in heaven's open door he was singing about the, his mother who passed away in open door and I can feel at home in this world anymore just over in glory land where we will live eternally the saints on every hand are shouting victory their songs of sweet praise drift back from heaven's shore and I can't feel at home in this world anymore how true it is you know some of us are feeling like strangers on this earth you know as I said when after all these things when I will go to work or go to the downtown I feel like a stranger I feel I don't fit to that place I'm sure you also will feel that you know after going through all this anointing worship and service when you go and stand in your work you know Hannah is just thinking about it and when he goes to Monday and to Tim Hortons I don't think she feel like standing there she feel like sitting in the church and I'm sure every one of you would like to sit in the presence of God in their life of you know in the end of your life that's what David says I want to be in the presence of God all through my life I want to gaze upon his glory and I want to praise him continually in my life Abraham was walking like a stranger and this world is a strange world and you know do you know the secret about it we are not going to live for eternal we are not going to live in this world forever we are going to live for a very short time if you take the lifespan of our our soul live going to live soul is going to live eternally with God but in this world we are going to live very short time it doesn't matter let's go through what we need to go through on this earth let's face the challenges of this world finally by faith he wanted he waited for the city built by God verse 10 says by faith for he waited for the city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God Abraham was waiting for that city he knows the promised land but he was not sure whether he will see the promised land and but he was sure about one thing he is going to see the city of God it was not built by men but it is built by God if you can turn with me what is the city he is talking about let's turn to Hebrew chapter 12 verse 22 Hebrew chapter 12 verse 22 says but you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God the heavenly Jerusalem to an innumerable company of angels 
You know, that's where we are all going to go. You know, that's where our home is. This world is not our home. Our home is a home. It is not built by man, but it is called the Zion, the city of Jerusalem. It is built by God and we, we see a innumerable company of angels. You know, that's where our home is going to be. God is preparing that home for us. And Abraham is talking about the city, about the city there is up, up in heaven. And God is preparing that city today. Do you know that? In 2 Corinthians 5 verse 1 says, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 1. For we know that if our earthly house, this tent is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in heavens. You know, Paul writes here in 2 Corinthians 5.1, This tent where we live, either our body or our house, it will be destroyed one day. But we have an eternal home. It is built by God. It is up in heaven. And that's where we are all going. It gives us assurance today. There is a hope. You know the difference between Christianity and the other religion. Is the people belong to other religion. They don't have a hope in their lives. They don't see the eternity in their lives. They think that the life on this earth will end as we die. Or they think about the rebirth. We will born. We will be born as someone else. Or like an animal or something else on this earth. Don't have a belief that the soul is going to live eternally with God. But the word of God says eternally we are going to live with God forever. And Paul is talking about this home will be destroyed. But we will be there in the eternal home. Abraham. He looked at the eternity by faith. And he believed and he says I am moving forward the city. And he would have looked at the, his relatives and said no matter whether you come with me or not. Of course he was trying to get all that you know they were willing to come with him. His wife and you know his brother's son and everyone you know he was trying to gather him with him. I am moving forward. I am going forward to the eternal city that God is building me. Jesus told his disciples in John 14 verse 2 and 3. John 14 verse 2 and 3. In my father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. You know, before Jesus was taken up into heaven, disciples were just, they were just terrified because they were following Jesus for three and a half years. But now all of a sudden Jesus is saying that I'm going to be taken up into my heaven, into heaven too. I'm going back to my father. And he said, I'm going to send you the helper, the comforter, Holy Spirit and he will take care of you he will guide you but you know they couldn't they didn't want to leave Jesus the same way Elijah was crying out my father my father the chariot uh, the, the leader of the chariots you know my father why are you leaving me alone 
the same way disciples were crying out to Jesus and saying telling them Jesus don't go back don't go don't leave us as orphans and Jesus said in my father's house there are many mansions I'm going to prepare one for you and when it is done I'm going to come back to you to take you home and you know it is the promise for every one of us today what a promise it is that God gave Jesus gave to his disciples by faith Abraham waited for the city built by God you know today Abraham the one who is called as the father of faith is encouraging us and he is telling us that we are not left as orphans on this earth Jesus is preparing a house for us above and one day there will be a time that Jesus said my son my daughter it is enough your struggle is enough on this world come back come back to me where I am and God is going to call you one day back home and that day will be a glorious day you will not be afraid to see that day you know there are many people I have seen people in the deathbed they are afraid to see because they don't have a hope where they are going to put their next step in the after their death after they die there no hope they scream and then they cry they call everybody next to them and tell you know you do this you do this I don't know where I'm going to be they cry and scream but God is telling us we don't do that why because we believe we know for sure our God has already prepared a mansion for us Abraham died but the faith he had in God still speaks to us such a man of faith such a strong man of faith by faith Abraham obeyed the call of God by faith he went out not knowing where he was going by faith he dwelt in the foreign land as a stranger and as a pilgrim and by faith he also waited for the city built by God shall we close our eyes this morning God is encouraging you some of us are very weak some of us think that Lord I don't know where my end will be how I'm going to end my life on this earth and this morning God is telling you you need to wait until I prepare a mansion for you in heaven I'm already preparing that mansion do you know that every time you take your time and keep your time aside for things of God every time you would want to go to your neighbor and your friends and your colleague and to talk about me every time you kneel down and to pray every time you take the word of God and meditate the word of God do you know one thing I'm putting one brick over the other and building your home in heaven building your heavenly home and one day the home is going to be completed the home is going to be going to appear full and completed and on that day I'm going to call you back home to be with me eternally and you are going to enjoy the innumerable company of angels in my home the mansion this morning God wants to give me that word of encouragement to you as we listen from the life of Abraham he was a man of faith God is expecting you to be a man and woman of faith God wants you to be a child of faith do not be ashamed of the things in your life do not be ashamed about the background from where you have come Abraham he came from a background of idol worship it doesn't matter you know God 
has made him as an example and he call we call him as a father of faith today and god can change your life god can the same god can change your life and make you as a blessing for many others this morning can we just listen to the voice of god and dedicate our life to god and tell him lord i believe you today i'm here trusting and believing in you mighty god i know that you are making a mansion for me but as long as i live on this earth i want to walk by faith not by sight